Hi, I'm Christy Wimpery, and I'm so excited you're here with me today. Welcome to the Not Just a Daydream podcast. Have you ever found yourself daydreaming about the life you wish you had? Yeah, me too. Well, for many years, I felt stuck, and I thought those dreams would only ever be just daydreams. Today, I now run a thriving six-figure virtual business that allows me to have the freedom to work and live from anywhere. I also teach others how to grow and operate a successful TC business with their very own. If you're looking for inspiration, motivation, and application, then this is the podcast for you. In here, we discuss business dreams, goals, and everything in between. Welcome to the Not Just a Daydream podcast. Hey, y'all. Welcome to today's show. Today, I want to talk about my journey of entrepreneurship. I know y'all heard um, several episodes now of others um, stories about how they started their business and kind of what made them um, journey into the entrepreneurship world. And today I want to share a little bit of my story and um, and more about being a transaction coordinator. So have you ever had that like knowing in your spirit when you feel like you are called for something more, you feel like you have a greater purpose, but you don't really know what that looks like or um, maybe don't even believe like that is something that's possible for you. Well, that I feel like was my story. And sometimes it's still my story because, um, you know, sometimes I have big dreams and I don't know how they're going to be accomplished or, or sometimes I even doubt if I can accomplish them. But, um, but anyway, that's where I was kind of at so much in my younger adult life. Um, as a child, I, I always kind of had that nudging and feeling in my spirit that I wanted to own my own business. Um, there was this class back when we were in high school called BCIS. I don't know if it's a class that maybe you took when you were in high school. Um, but it was basically like a computer class, um, where we learned how to type and, and do all these things, you know, and now kids, I don't know if they teach them how to type in school or if it's just something that they already know how to do because kids are constantly on tablets, on computers. I mean, you know, it's just something that they pick up now, but you know, back, back in the day, which wasn't that, that long ago, but like 20 years ago, um, you know, we had to learn how to type in school. Well, I remember in that class, we, um, we took some kind of like personality assessment and when it came back, my number one career choice was to be a business owner. And I thought that was super cool um, and kind of impressed with myself because to be honest, like whenever I was a teenager, I don't feel like I had a ton of self-confidence. Um, and I just felt like that was really cool to be that this test showed that I should be a business owner. And then I, I feel like it was reinstilled in me whenever I took BCIS two and we had this like pr- we had this project um, where we had to set up a like virtual store and run our profit and loss and all these things through uh, through this program. And me and my um, partner in the class actually did really really well with it. So that kind of also instilled a a hunger to become a business owner. But I will say that as like time went on, I, I kind of forgot those dreams and I, um, you know, I went and pursued, I, I went and started and pursued marine biology in college because I absolutely loved like the ocean and, um, whales and dolphins and, you know, those things. So I kind of put 
being an entrepreneur in the back burner. But as I went through college and, and became a teacher after that, and then, um, was still trying to kind of figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I still was unsure. I was, I still wasn't really thinking so much about, um, becoming an entrepreneur, but I would say that my journey after college, I, um, I ended up getting a business degree in college instead of marine biology. But after college, I ended up being a math teacher for about three years. Really learned that teaching um, in the school system really wasn't for me. Um, and I I absolutely love the kids and love teaching, but it just it was just wasn't the right fit. So for my m- mid twenties, early thirties, I was kind of on a search to try to figure out what what in the world I wanted to do, and I kind of felt lost in life. And so at the time I was an admin for one of the executives at the Landry's corporation, which is a really massive restaurant corporation. Um, and while I enjoyed that working at that job, I, I was kind of capped at the position I was at because, um, there really wasn't a whole lot of growth potential in the, for me as an admin. Um, now if I wanted to change positions in the company, I could have, could have had more growth, but that wasn't something I was really wanting to do. So I read a book called 48 Days of the Work You Love. Um, it was written by Dan Miller. And um, I read it probably about 10 years ago now. And it really challenged me to think about what was I passionate about? And so I knew that I had a passion for music and and real estate. Um, coming out of college, I read that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that really helped um, spur a passion in me for real estate, or at least I thought it did. And it turns out it did. But um Music and real estate, I kind of, I putting those two side by side, I felt like real estate was probably a safer choice for me to go into. And then also, um, I just felt like it was the, the direction that God was nudging me. And it was only about $1,200 for me to take all the real estate classes and to take the um, real estate test. So it really wasn't a huge investment on my part. And I again, I kind of felt like it was a safer choice. And so when I started taking the classes, I actually discovered that I really did enjoy real estate and I was pretty good at it. So, um, once I took my test, I started interviewing brokerages and, uh, because you have to hang your license in, in a brokerage. And, um, I interviewed a few different brokerages, but I kept coming back to Keller Williams. And the main reason I came back to it is because they had a coach that would help you your first year and kind of help you um, like teach you the contracts, how to do the business, all the things that, you know, to be successful in real estate, it's important to have guidance. And and I can't stress this enough, but it's so important to have guidance in, you know, in any kind of major thing you're going to do in life. If you're going to do um, in your career, if you're going to play, you know, professional in a sport or even, you know, kids in little, little league have coaches. So I think it's important to have some kind of mentorship in your, in your life. Um, and even if you don't have somebody physically in your life, you know, seek out people that you, um, that you enjoy listening to on podcasts such as this or, um, videos. You know, there's so many people putting content out on YouTube or TikTok now, Instagram, Facebook. There's so many different resources now to get guidance for the direction that you want to go. So I joined Keller Williams and, um, because they had the productivity coach and, um, I will say that I, I got a lot from 
Keller Williams as far as like helping develop my mindset because they're really big about teaching mindset and growth and all those things. And so my first year was really, um, I would say transformative in my life. Um, however, I also realized that first year in real estate that I didn't really enjoy the sell side of it. it that wasn't my strength. And even though I really loved real estate, um, I just wasn't, I wasn't a natural born salesperson to be, um, to out, you know, go out and try to get buyers and sellers. But I did learn that I really enjoyed working with other real estate agents. And so when, um, when I was helping other real estate agents, the productivity coach that was there at Keller Williams kind of saw that I was good at helping other agents. And at the time she needed another, uh, coach to come on her team to help her growing business and help the agents that were there. Um, because it was, you know, she, there was too many agents for her to help and, and build this vision that she had. So I joined her team and I became the assistant productivity coach at that Keller Williams for about the next year and a half. And I really loved it. Um, loved what I was doing. I loved teaching and coaching agents. Um, I was basically helping them like with the contracts, helping them understand contracts, write contracts, um, check them, also helping them just like get their businesses set up and um, helping them be, be successful at running a real estate business. Um, unfortunately, that just wasn't, I just wasn't making enough money to help support my living expenses. So that led me um, searching for like, okay, what is next? And to be honest, you know, that time in my life was a really, really dark time. Um, it was extremely hard for me to, um, leave that position and leave that team. Because like I said, I absolutely loved what I was doing and, and I loved the team that I was working with. Um, but you know, if you can't support your, your expenses and, and I don't say it, like I couldn't, couldn't support my lifestyle and I was living it by my lifestyle because that wasn't it. It's just like, you know, the bills that I had, I just wasn't bringing enough money. So I did a lot of soul searching during that time and, and praying. And I really felt God, um, speak to me and, you know, I've never, never heard him audibly and, um, and you may never ever hear him audibly, but, um, I did feel like I heard him say in my spirit. I don't want you here anymore. And man, listening to that, um, that was really, really hard to do because I didn't really know what my next step looked like. And for me being a planner, that was, um, that was hard to make that next step and not, and, and put in my notice without really having a plan and not knowing what it was going to look like, how it was all going to work out. And, but I just, I really truly felt like I heard that in my spirit. So I trusted that I was making the right decision. And I, um, I put in my notice and I started looking for, you know, other opportunities. And so my thought was, I considered going back into real estate sales because again, I didn't want to leave the industry. I really did love, um, real estate. Um, and then I also started thinking about becoming a transaction coordinator. One of my friends had opened up an opportunity for me and, uh, had told me about it. And I reflected back on that book, 48 days to the work you love, um, that I mentioned just a little bit ago. And there was this line in it that said, basically, you know, think about the life that you want and then build your work around it. And so that always stuck with me because I, you know, so I think so many times we always think about like, 
okay, this is my job and this is who I am. And we almost um, find our identity in our career and you, you build your whole life around it. Well, this was the opposite of saying, okay, let me, let me figure out who I want to be and what kind of lifestyle I want to live and then find the career that best fits with that. So when I thought about that, you know, I knew that I wanted to be able to have nights and weekends free. Um, and I want to be a mom one day. And I knew that real estate agents, you know, a lot of times do work evenings and weekends. Um, and they have to show properties when the buyers and sellers are available. And, you know, a lot of times that can be nights and weekends. And so for me, that wasn't really conducive to the lifestyle that I wanted. And growing up, my parents owned a flower shop and I felt like they were always like working on the weekends, um, and missed out on a lot of like things of when we were growing up as kids, like my basketball games and things such as that. So knowing that I decided to go ahead and give the transaction coordination, um, route at an opportunity and, you know, give it a shot and see how it worked out. And I really just, I didn't know if it was going to work out. Um, but you know, looking back, that was one of the best decisions that I ever made because it has worked out so, so incredibly well, much better than I could have had ever imagined. Um, and so I'll get to that in a little bit, but let me explain what a transaction coordinator is because so many times whenever I say that word, people, you know, have no idea what I'm talking about. So a transaction coordinator is basically like a virtual assistant for a real estate agent. Um, now some can work in in an office with a real estate agent, but a lot of us are independent contractors. And so what the agent will do is they will seek us out and, um, or we'll seek them out whenever we're, um, we're trying to get new business, but we will, once an agent gets an executed contract, they will send that over to us. And then we handle all the details, documents, and deadlines from the time a contract is accepted to closing. So we're like the essential part and point of communication between lender, title company, the agents, and then um, our agent's client, just making sure that the whole process is running smoothly, um, making sure documents are getting where they're supposed to be and that everything's signed and you know there's no missing blanks on documents. We're kind of a second set of eyes for the real estate agent. And um, and then also just a second set of eyes for the lender and the title company and just helping helping them get everything they need throughout the transaction. And then we're also the ones like uploading all the documents into the broker system for compliance um, and then um, handling the extra details such as like scheduling closings, um, ordering home warranties and you know, utility information, scheduling walkthroughs, things like that. So for us, for my company, Legacy Transactions, we have like over each of our checklists are over 100 points long for the buyer and seller side. And we just make sure um, we are doing everything we can to make sure we're providing raving fan service for our clients and for their clients. So if you think about it, a real estate transaction can could be one of the most stressful situations for a buyer and seller, like one of the biggest one of the biggest purchases, um, you know, biggest expense or not expenses, but biggest purchases or biggest um, transactions of their life. 
And so that can become very stressful, especially if you don't have somebody who's handling it with a lot of care. So that's where a really great transaction coordinator can come in and play. And the great thing for the agent is they are providing a higher level of service for their clients and leveraging their time so that they can have a better work-life balance and still grow their business at the same time. So the amount of time that we take off their plate, they can use that to go and lead generate, bring in more clients, you know, have more business and, and grow their business and grow their team. So it's really a win-win situation for us and for the real estate agents, um, because working hand in hand, we can truly provide their clients a raving fan experience and then help build their business. Um, so I don't know if you can hear the passion in my voice of, of, of this business. Um, hopefully you can, because I, I take great pride in, um, the fact of being a, a great transaction coordinator and helping elevate our industry. So, um, with that said though, I did not, you know, when I first went into becoming a transaction coordinator, I had no idea that I was going to become so passionate about it or, um, really have a vision for helping other people become transaction coordinators. And so, um, for me to be able to look back now and say, okay, you know, in the past six years, how my life has transformed, um, because I stepped out, I listened to God whenever he was nudging my spirit to, to make that change. And I stepped out, even though I was scared and I was really scared. I had no idea, um, what I, you know, what I was going to do, what the plan was, how I was going to pay all my bills. Um, and to see how good it has turned out. Um, I want to share some of the benefits that I've experienced, you know, as by taking that leap of faith and becoming a transaction coordinator. So it get one, it gave me purpose in my work. And I, I get up each morning knowing that I'm doing something real that I'm really good at. So I'm, I'm truly skilled at this. Um, I, I can, I have a vision for the business and then I, I'm also able to see like how all the puzzle pieces work together and how to create more systems and processes to be more detail oriented and, um, grow the business and, and make it more successful and help the agents have, you know, provide more raving fan service for their clients. Um, and like I said earlier, you know, real estate transactions can be one of the most stressful potentially stressful situations for a buyer and seller and to be able to help them make it less stressful and, um, make it easier on them and for them to walk away from the closing table, feeling like they've had an amazing experience that gives me purpose. And then also I get excited about building out the systems and processes. Like if I could spend, you know, a good majority of my day, just building out systems, systems and processes that just fuels my fire. So that alone right there is a, uh, a great, a great, um, thing about being a transaction coordinator, because it is building out a lot of systems and processes. And then, um, it's helped spark more creativity in my life and in my business. And then I, now I get to lead others by having a team. Um, and I'm amazed every day now that, you know, like, I get to lead five incredible women who have such a heart for our clients and, and a heart for making sure that they're doing an amazing job for our clients um, and their clients. And so to, I never would have dreamed of having my own team 
um, you know, and being a boss of, of five other women. And then also, I think it's just also built more confidence in myself. Um, like I said, you know, earlier that as a teenager or a child, I didn't really feel like, I don't know, I didn't have the confidence to believe that I was could run my own business. I didn't feel like I was necessarily smart enough. Even though I was a smart kid, I just didn't feel like I had like the business wits about me. And so for me to have that confidence now, knowing that I I am running a very successful business, um, it's just helped build confidence in other areas of my life. And then now I'm getting to, I'm starting to train other TCs and it's allowing me to like serve and give knowledge to others, um, which that brings a lot of purpose in my life as well. Um, another benefit is it's allowed me to create a kind of lifestyle I want by allowing me to work from home. And I've never really thought that I would have a super successful business working from home. Um, and as long as I have internet and my laptop, I get to work from anywhere, technically anywhere I want. I just was in Florida last week and, um, you know, I was working from the balcony of the condo and overlooking the ocean because I just had my laptop and I had internet. So that has been so incredible for me just to be able to pick up and go anytime I want. And, um, because travel is such a big passion of mine. So I can go and travel and, and like fly somewhere and work from the hotel Thursday and Friday, and then Friday night, and then have the whole weekend to explore the city. And then it's also allowed me to move across the country and still grow my business. So, um, back in 2019 and 2020, I moved to Nashville for about a year and a half. Absolutely loved it. And I still continue to grow my business here in Texas while I was living in Tennessee. And so, you know, there's, I don't feel like there's a whole lot of other businesses that allow you to do something like that. Now with us being virtual, that does allow us to live and work from anywhere. So if I wanted to, you know, live in an RV and travel around the country, um, for six months out of the year, I technically could, as long as I have internet. And, um, that just truly amazes me because I, again, I never would have dreamed back then that I would be able to do these things now. And then, um, it's provided for me financially greater than I could have ever expected. Whenever I went into the TC world, I did not expect to be making as much money as I am now. And I don't say that in any kind of bragging, but I just want to put it in perspective about, you know, how much you can make by being a transaction coordinator. And so I remember that first feeling I got, like whenever I was closing enough files just to pay my bills, how a relief that felt, because as I said earlier, I wasn't in the previous position, I wasn't making enough to cover all my expenses. So I finally felt relief whenever I was, um, making enough to cover my, all my expenses. But then whenever that first time I hit, you know, making 8,000 a month, um, I couldn't even believe that was possible. I mean, I felt like I had just broken, I had just had a major breakthrough because, um, that first year in business, I made over $70,000 and I had never made over even 45,000 at any other job, even being a teacher. So I just, I truly felt like I had just broken a stronghold in my life by finally starting to make the kind of income that I felt like I could make, but I never really had any, um, jobs that made me believe that that was possible. And then my second year, 
I'm, I broke over $120,000. So for me to make over a hundred K that felt impossible. And every year since then we've grown. And then, um, I started bringing other transaction coordinators onto my team in 2020, 2021. And then our revenue just skyrocketed from there. So I, like, again, I, I said, I don't say that to brag, but, um, because it's definitely not about the money, but having that extra money just brought freedom in my life. And it's helped me to do so many other things that I never thought would have been possible if, um, I, I just never thought would have been possible. So such as I, it helped me to purchase my first home and on my own with no one's help. Um, I've paid off a lot of debt. And then most recently I've gone through IVF and we all know the massive cost of, of that IVF. And for me to even have the opportunity to go through that, to potentially have a baby, that's huge, you know, because I would not have had that opportunity in the past if I was not, um, working this business and making the kind of money that it has brought into my life. Um, and so my goal, um, my goal with telling you this and, and sharing my story is because I want to provide that opportunity to as many people as I can, because I know it can change other people's lives like mine. I want to open up the world of transaction coordinating to people that don't even know about it, because I know that there are other women sitting at home trying to figure out what is it that they can do to bring in more money that maybe they feel like they've hit a ceiling in their life or a ceiling in their business or their, um, their job where they're not maybe they're capped out on what they can make in the position that they're in or, um, or maybe they just aren't finding fulfillment and they want to work for their, for their self. And maybe they want to work from home because they have young children and they want to be a stay at home mom at the same time, but they still want to make a great income. This could be a potential, potentially a great career fit for you. And the thing is, um, it is actually a great fit for a lot of the general public. When I interview people, I use a, a test called a DISC assessment and you can Google it, but it's D I S C. And, um, basically the D stands for dominance. That's your leaders. Um, I stands for influence and that's like the people who are the life of the party, social bugs, um, and S stands for steadiness. Those are more of your, um, like loyal, sometimes can be a little bit more reserved. Um, you know, just very calm type people. And then the C stands for compliance. And that's like your very detailed structure type people like engineers are very, um, usually very, very detailed. And those tend to be more of your C type personalities. Well, the general public um, are usually more S's and more C's. And so those types of personalities tend to do very, very well as a transaction coordinator because um, S's, again, are you're steady, you're loyal, you're calm. Um, they can kind of um, ease into situations, can handle, you know, a, a lot of stuff with grace and then your C's are your compliance. So the very, very, very detail oriented. Um, and doesn't mean that your D's and your I's wouldn't make tra great transaction coordinators, but um, they might just have to work at it a little bit harder because it's not, 
it doesn't come as natural to them as your SNCs. And like I said, the majority of the general public are S's and C's. You tend to be more um, prominent on one of the letters, but usually you have like characteristics of two. And um, so with that said, there are a lot of people that I believe are listening that would make great transaction coordinators. And this could be a great fit for you if you are looking to um, looking to step out, you know, own your own business and um, work from home or work from anywhere you want really and make an incredible income. And so, you know, one of the ways that you can start becoming a transaction coordinator is one, you need to learn the state contracts of the real estate contracts for the state that you live in or the state that you're going to be practicing in. And so get to know those front and back. Um, I do suggest, you know, probably going through a real estate course. That way you can learn, learn those contracts, you know, know if that state requires you to be licensed or not, because some states do require it. Some states don't. And then, um, you know, start creating checklists and, and your email templates, because you need to, you want to have those in place before you start working on a contract. That way, you know, you're, you're not missing anything on a checklist or, um, email templates. You don't need as much as a checklist, like email templates can come in with time as you, as you work through your checklist, you're going to learn like, Oh, let me create an email template for that because I have had to email about this more than more than two or three times. I always say, if you have to email about it more than twice, set up an email template. That way you're not doing it over and over again. And, um, and then after that, then create your offer. You know, how are you going to market yourself to real estate agents? What are you going to offer them? And what is your price? And then start marketing yourself. So, you know, those are the main things that to go ahead and get started to become a TC. You don't have to have a whole lot of money up front. That's one great thing about this career is there's not a lot of overhead. And then um, you don't have to get super fancy with a lot of tech up front either. There are some some tools and, and resources um, that are handy. But the main things are know your contract front and back, create your checklist, create those email templates as you um, as you start to develop which ones you need. And then, like I said, create your offer and start marketing yourself. And... Uh, I'm going to actually going to be um, launching a, a course here in the next month and a half uh, to teach others how to become a transaction coordinator. But if you're curious right now, if you would make a great transaction coordinator, I'd have created a short quiz for you. It's only seven questions. So take you just a couple of minutes and then you'll get your response. Um, go over to christywinfreycom slash TC quiz. And you can take that quick quiz to find out if you would make a stellar TC. I will put that link in the show notes so you can grab it there. Um, but yeah, so I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I, again, I just wanted to share a little bit of my story and a little bit about um, becoming a transaction coordinator and what that is. Because like I said, I know that the transaction coordination world could change your life um, if you went into it. And I know it's not a career that is very well known. And so I'm on a mission to open that opportunity up for other people because, again, I, I want to see other people win, and I know that this could truly change somebody's life. Hope you have a great week. Talk to you next week. 
Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you'd be so kind and leave me a quick review, I would love to hear from you. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Christy Winfrey. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit that follow button. And until next time, keep chasing those dreams, my friend. Remember, you are worth it.